the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And as of our, as of today, uh, October 24, is 10 days before the most existential election in American history. I think even more so than the election of 1860 because that was ultimately led to the Civil War and whether the country would split into two. But now uh, we have everything that makes this country America, our constitution, our freedom, our republic, belief in even just in having a country, everything, our Judeo-Christian principles, everything is on the line because if the Democrat party gets power, they will erase all of them And one of the first things they will do is a mass amnesty for 20 to 40 million illegal aliens and new Democrat voters, in addition to everything else that they're going to do to the country. So it it behooves us to, uh, the private citizens need to to step up. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix. And one of the most important things a private citizen, uh, difficult and challenging things a private citizen can do is to run for office. And we've been highlighting on recent shows some of our local patriots who have stepped up to that task and are running for office, whether in Congress or for the state legislature. And we are very pleased to have another great freedom, America-loving American with us this morning, Tony Holley. And she's running for the 52nd Assembly District against your generic neo-Marxist Democrat. This one, I think, is named Freddy Rodriguez, but it really doesn't matter. They're pretty much all the, the same. And Tony's also a leader with the Chino Tea Party Patriots, another great group of freedom-loving, America-loving Americans. And a welcome to the show, Tony. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's exciting. So, uh, you know, uh, Paul Chabot, when we interviewed him, when he was running for Congress in this area, you know, he, he had a difficult morning. I see he'd been on the phone all morning trying to raise money. And he says, you know, uh, if, if to run if, if you, to, to run for Congress, you have to be out of your mind. Uh, what led you, Tony, to step up and take this big step of running for running for office? Well, you know, I've been involved in politics and with the Tea Party and with helping other campaigns. And, um, you know, when I noticed in 2016 that there was no Republican running against Freddie Rodriguez, that year I decided just to do a write-in vote, which uh, I didn't make it into the general because there was another uh, Democrat running. But in 2018, I thought, I'm not going to let that happen again. And that was the main reason was, but there was no Republican running, and it's not right that Republicans in my district don't have somebody to vote that represents them. And then as it moved on past 2018, coming into 2020, I thought, I need to do this again, because not only do Republicans need a voice, but it's just going crazy up there in Sacramento, and we really need to try to make a change and get some conservatives um, up there in Sacramento and get some kind of balance, because Right now, that one-party state that they have going on is just insane. One-party rule is the result of all of these bizarre uh, laws that we have, Tony. And I, I really can't thank you enough as well for stepping up. I echo Greg's sentiments. Tell us a little bit about what's involved in running for office. Are you out knocking on on doors? I'm real interested to know what you're hearing from people who are 
you know, talking to you about what the options are, what the choices are. What does this election mean to them? What are you hearing? Yeah, um, I haven't done a whole lot of door knocking just because people are very cautious about people coming to the door. I did do some um, out in the Pomona area and, you know, the reception there was, you know, kind of, it's, it's a very high Democrat area, but, you know, I talked mm-hmm. to people and, um, you know, some people are, you know, they're, they're not liking the shutdown. And that's one of the things that's um, bringing people out where I find I have the most actual conversation with people is actually in social media, you know, and people will reach out and, ask me questions and things. And what I'm really finding is that not only is it the shutdown, but the issue with the distance learning with schools, people don't like, they want school choice, which I'm a proponent of. And the other thing has been AB5. I've really been able to reach a lot of people with that because there's a lot of people that are independent contractors and, you know, AB5 just basically put them out of work. And now for people that maybe had a job and they're out of work because of this whole you know, pandemic thing, that would be a great way for them to be able to work. And now they can't do that because of AB5. So, but it's really been hard because you can't go out and talk to as many people because of the whole COVID thing. People are a little bit leery, but I've had some uh, Zoom candidate forums and I've had a few meet and greets and things like that. So we are able to reach some people that way, but I think people are waking up and they're seeing that a lot of the issues that have that are going on in California are because of the Democrat Party. Mm. Well, even Bill Maher, Maher, the far left uh, <laughs> host of, on, on HBO. Yeah. And he's but every, you know, every once in a while he steps out of his bubble and and, and thinks a little bit independently. And he, he said recently about the taxes in California. So I was like, what am I getting for my money? I mean, you, you have the highest income tax, highest state sales tax, highest development impact fees, which go into the price of housing, highest gas tax, then add on the cap and trade tax, and even property taxes, which are limited by Proposition 13, still the, uh, the median amount of household, individual homeowner property taxes is eighth in the country. Yeah. So you'd be paying all this money. Like, what are we getting? Lousy schools, nearly the worst roads in the country, not enough water, rolling blackouts, increasing crime, homelessness in, increasing, the streets being used as an open sewer. And you run down the list. Right. I, what do we get? And, and I guess I've been, I've been frustrated for a number of years, and maybe in part because the Republicans can't make the case or don't even try that much as generally, is that Democrat Party policies hurt the people most who are their most reliable voters. That's right. I mean, you wonder where is all that money going? Because we do have those high taxes. Well, we know one place it goes is that stupid train to nowhere. But um, there's got to be a lot of other little pet projects or different things that that money's going to that we really need to to look at and try to find out. Um, you know, I think I just heard recently, too, that they're doing a remodel up there at, at the Capitol in Sacramento. How much money is that costing? Plus, I, I think I also heard, and I believe it was Ke- Assemblyman Kevin Kiley that had posted about it, because, you know, they get that stipend, so when they have to travel, you know, their per diem or whatever, they voted to raise that. You know, they already make way too much money, and they should be a part-time legislator up there anyway, in my opinion, because they have way too much time to write too many stupid bills. But, you know, where is all that money going? You know, it's obviously not going where it needs to be to help improve our schools or fix our roads, which is what that gas tax was supposed to do. So there's got to be a lot of waste. I don't think we have a – I think we have a real spending problem, not a revenue problem here in California. And we need to find out where that money's being spent. Well, clearly, you know, we have. Go ahead. Go ahead, Don. No, I was just going to say, clearly, we have a spending problem because we are constantly being asked to pony up more money. I know my city has got a uh, 
measure on the ballot to raise sales tax by 1% to pay for, well, really what boils down to the shortfall in the pension fund uh, that's been mismanaged. But, I mean, it goes way beyond that. Uh, When workers who are right now besieged by this shutdown, there are so many people that aren't working right now that are you know, not able to make ends meet, ends meet, whether it's the gig economy people that have been laid off or or the folks that have uh, whose businesses aren't able to work. So as employees, they're they're laid off. Um, yes, they're getting unemployment. In some cases, they're getting more money. But still, ultimately, people, I think, would would rather be uh, being productive than, you know, <laughs> although there are some that are probably digging the extra money. But the point is, um, there is way too much money sloshing around Sacramento, and they don't have to tighten their belts the way that we do. They can keep turning around. I mean, there's just another tax on Zoom. You know, we're using Zoom a lot, right? Well, it was just announced by Zoom that they're now having to pay, uh, charge us an additional half to 11% tax, depending on where we live. This just came out the other day. Um, so between sales tax increases, increases on tax for items like Zoom, and they would love nothing more than to start taxing services with sales tax, which they can't right now. But it just goes yeah, on and they've on. They've tried. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, and they've tried to pass those kind of things. Yeah, and and you know it's really tough right now because you know a lot of the cities are looking at trying to get those sales tax increases and stuff like that, which you know it hurts the. Um, you know, the consumer, you know, it hurts Mm -hmm. the people. And a lot of people are already struggling because they're not working. But I will tell you, though, I mean, cities, a lot of cities are really struggling. And if they were already not doing super good, they're really hurting because so many things. I mean, their sales tax revenue is down. If they have hotels, that T.O.T. tax that they get is down. So there's a lot of things, you know, they're not having their recreation program. So there's a lot of revenue not coming into cities. So it's really tough because you've got to try to find that balance where cities are able to still provide services. You know, also, you know, the thing is, you know, and and I work for a city and, you know, Governor Newsom back in what March or whatever had said, okay, you cannot disconnect water service on anybody, whether they pay, you know, if they don't pay their bill, which, you know, you know, they're trying to help people that are out of work that can't pay their bills. You don't want to cut an essential service like water, but yet, there's no, I mean, they don't pay their bill, you know, and you don't know if people aren't paying their bill because they really don't have the money or it's like, hey, I don't have to pay and nothing will happen. I mean, eventually they're going to have to pay that. But you look at cities who are providing that water, but they're not getting paid. That can be a serious issue as well. So, I mean, this is, we just need, in my opinion, we just need to get open and let these businesses open. I think they can determine how to open safely and, and let them save their businesses and let people get back to work because I really think that we're doing so much damage to the economy by shutting down. And I think the psychological aspect on a lot of people, it's just devastating. And, and you know, Newsom's out of control. Everything he does is executive order now. And we have a legislature up there, legislature up there that's not doing anything other than a couple of assemblymen to fight back against that. And that's why we need balance up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we, we could go way down this uh, path of, uh, of the coronavirus and the, and the response to it and the, just how irrational the, the whole thing ha- has been. Uh, but maybe we'll defer that, at least for the moment here, and take a word from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. 
For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And with the election bearing down on us, a mere, what would that be from today, 11 days away approximately? We we are talking to a couple of candidates today here on the Unite IE radio show that we want to call your attention to. Uh, We have been visiting with Tony Holly. You can get more information about her candidacy at her website, Tony, T-O-N-I, Holly, H-O-L-L-E dot com. And uh, learn more about what she stands for and why she's running for the 52nd Assembly District in uh, what, what are the cities that encompass this particular Assembly District, Tony? So it's uh, the cities of Chino, Ontario, Montclair, Pomona, and then the unincorporated area of Fontana. And and so your uh, your campaign, you're running against someone that's been in that office for how long? He's already been in there for two terms, I think, two full terms. Two full terms. So so the the, the election this cycle really is about uh, a fork in the road. It's a a sharp leftward lurch into socialism. Uh, and every other kind of ism there is, communism, Marxism, Maoism, as uh, our friend Trevor Loudon likes to say, or a right turn, and actually not so much a right turn, but sort of uh, maintaining the republic if as it is right now. And I make the case, Tony, and I'm curious about your thoughts, with the media, the fourth estate, that essentially functions as a PR department for the Democrat Party, with academia largely in the largest colleges in this country um, staffed with uh, Democrats, and many of them are out-of-the-closet Marxists, with entertainment industry fully in the grasp of the political left, with many bureaucracies around the country, both federal, state, and local, in the hands of uh, the leftists, it sure does feel like the republic is actually gone. I start off a lot of my talks with that because I think that the days for happy talk about the opportunity to, uh, you know, swing this uh, country back into a full state republic are over. I think we got to acknowledge that we're in what I would call Revolution 2.0. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that view is shared uh, out there among the people that you're talking to? Um, I think some it is. I think some people are very much aware of that. But I think there's a lot of people that aren't, that they just think that they don't even see that the Democrats are leaning towards socialism. They don't even see that. You know, they're just like blinders on. And and it's really sad and it's scary because I think there's people that are in the middle of the road and people that are, you know, more moderate Democrats and they don't get it. And And that, those are the people we really need to wake up. I think a lot of people that are conservative see it, and they know that our republic is at, you know, <laughs> that we're being attacked and that, you know, we're where the, the left wants to move us. But I think that there's a good chunk of people out there that just have blinders on and they're not aware. And that's what I think is scary, because when you're not aware, I mean, how easy it is to be led down the wrong path. And I think that's where we're going. And you know, trying to reach those people and explain to those people what the Democrats are doing. And you look at, like, Democrat-run cities and states and all of that, and you look at where they're at compared to states or cities that are run with conservatives at the helm. It's a big difference, and you just have to be able to wake people up to that. And I don't know. I mean, if they don't wake up, you know, it's really scary. I, I do think that there is that silent majority out there, which I wish they weren't silent but i think they're out there and i think maybe um they're they're waking up but you're right it's time oh, to stop being silent you're right uh-huh you know we uh, can't people, be quiet anymore 
if people want to connect with Tony Hollis, make sure we get that in. Her campaign website is Tony, T-O-N-I, Holle, H-O-L-L-E.com. And they can connect with her there. And I'm sure you're on social media, on Facebook, and probably other platforms. Yep, they can just search for me on Facebook and they'll find me. Great. Do you encounter this? And I I think in large measure is people may be be unhappy with the situation in California. Um, In part, maybe the people that are most unhappy leave California. Um, That one is, as you point out, they just don't really fully know what's going on. Um, But also, I think that the, the enemy has been effective at demonizing Republicans. So they don't even, for many people, they don't even view Republican as a possible choice. That, right. you know, to take an extreme example, if, if, uh, if you had a full-blown Nazi, jackboots, swastika running, you would never get to the point of, well, you know, he has a pretty good transportation policy. Or, you know, I, I kind of like his tax policy too, because you would just, that person would be disqualified from the get-go, and you would never get beyond that. And I think to some extent, the Democrats have been able to do that with the Republicans. Have you experienced or encountered that, Tony? Yeah, I see it quite a bit. I think that Republicans have done a bad job of marketing themselves. And so a lot of Democrats think that Republicans are the evil person that wants to take away everything away from them, that the Democrats are the good guys that want to help them. So you do see that. But what you have to do is just talk about how you know, the, the Republicans are really for lowering taxes. They are for lightening up regulations on businesses. And you have to point out the fact that the reason everything is so high here in California, highest taxes, you know, gas tax, sales tax, and all that, is because we've been under Democrat rule. And you just kind of have to shift the focus. But, yeah, I think that there's a lot of people that see Republicans as that evil um, entity who doesn't care about uh, who doesn't care about people you know you've got a great page on your website once again i'm just going to direct people to your website tony holly t-o-n-i-h-o-l-l-e.com she is the conservative candidate running for assembly district 52 and on your website why am you you've got why am i running right there on the front and i think you really do a good job on that pay of summarizing all of the things that uh, from from the hysterical things of outlawing straws and uh, shampoo bottles in hotel rooms to um, the very real issues that they actually are doing to damage the economy, forcing the gig economy out of existence. Um, Of course, the big looming pension crisis. You've done a great job of. uh, Oh, and we can't forget comprehensive sex ed. It's a good list you know large it's partial because there's so much to talk about but um it, you know this single party ruling in california is really what is uh killing us because they can force whatever they want to down our throats yep that's for sure but we have another example we talked about with robin vidson another great candidate who's running for assembly is ab 2218 and your opponent rodriguez voted for that as I think did all or virtually all of the the Democrats in Sacramento. And under this law, the state will pay for transgender drugs and surgery for children. Right. And the effect of that is to permanently sterilize them. If you start feeding a a teenager or child cross-sex hormones, never mind even going to the surgery, you're making a a decision – to an eight-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old or a 14 to permanently sterilize them for the rest of their lives. And I think if, if you went around and you could convey that to the, the vast majority of Democrats in your district, they would go, ooh, no, that's wrong. I, they but they would. don't know. They don't know. And most of them, don't, they don't pay attention to what they're voting on. When I talked to people and I said, did you know that he voted like, you know, on different things, you know, you know that he he supported by Planned Parenthood. You know, he has an F rating with, you know, the pro-life, you know, organizations. And they're like, well, 
you know, I didn't know that, you know, or different things where he's voted, you know. Um, He voted for the gas tax, you know. They don't know. They don't pay attention. All they look at is that D behind the name, or they look at his Hispanic last name. It's very true. We have, unfortunately, a very uninformed electorate. Tony, we're out of time. Thank you so much for being with us here on the Unite IE Radio Show. Good luck out on the campaign trail. And, folks, find Tony Holly at T-O-N-I-H-O-L-L-E dot com. Send her some money. This is not cheap. It's an important investment, and uh, uh, she would appreciate your donation today. More up ahead on the Unite IE Radio Show as we continue after the break. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And as of today, Saturday, October 24, we are 10 days away from the most existential election in American history. Our freedom, our country, our constitution, and our republic are all on the line because if today's Democrat Party gets power, they are going to erase all of them. And one of the most important things that private citizens can do is to step up and run for office. We just had we talked to Tony Holley, who's running for assembly in the 52nd district. And today we are this half. We are pleased to have on the line with us Mark Cargyle, who is running for Congress in the 35th congressional district against um, Norma Torres, who, um, shall we say, to put it kindly, is unaccomplished but very far to the left. I just read before we went on the show that she issued a statement after those two police officers were ambushed and shot in L.A. that was critical of them, saying, this attack didn't take place in a vacuum, though. The moment of reckoning law enforcement is in right now is long overdue and well justified. And that's that's Norma Torres, member of Congress. So, um, Mike Cargyle, welcome to the show, and thanks for stepping up to uh, to run for run for Congress. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and it's a pleasure, actually. So, what prompted you to um, give up your regular life and you know you know you're employed, you have a business, you're you know making money, and to take on the task, definitely an uphill task in the, in your district of running for Congress. Well, I I really kind of was compelled to. My opponent was running unopposed. And for years now, I've I've had to sort of, like so many others in our district, sort of suffer with a representative who represented none of my values or views on things. So I waited till the very last minute. And finally, my wife said, you know, you're driving me nuts. Just go run. So I did. I entered the race <laughs> last minute. And there we go. Uh, there it is. So it just the two of us in the primary. And now it's just the two of us in the general. And if you want to learn more about Mike Cargyle, our guest for the second half of the Unite IE Radio Show, you can go to his website, Cargyle for Congress. That's C A R G I L E for F O R Congress 
hope you can spell that part, dot com. Mike, it's great to have you with us. I really appreciate that uh, you have stepped up into the void. Your story, not too dissimilar from our prior guest, Tony Holly, who ran for the same reason. It would seem to me that uh, this is a very basic thing, that the Republican Party would be filling these voids with somebody and giving them a leg up somehow just to make sure that the people in that district have a choice. Um, how you I asked Tony this starting off. I'm just curious for you as you as you outreach into the community, what are you hearing from people as far as their uh, concerns that they're dealing with in the community? You know, we've got covid on top of a single party rule. We've got so many headwinds in California now. What are people giving voice to that you're talking to? Well, a lot of them still have the same concerns they did before COVID hit. They, you know, joblessness is on the rise, homelessness, drug use, lawlessness, and all that has just been exacerbated by the COVID. You know, I call it a scamdemic because it's really, that's what it is. It, it, it's a virus and the virus is real, but the response to the virus has been completely fabricated. And so we're looking, if you, if you look at this, on the surface, it doesn't make sense. But if you look at it through the lens of imposed socialism, all of it starts to make sense. But they're trying to take down the United States, and they're doing this through fear and dependency. The fear is the COVID. The dependency is shutting down the businesses and make everyone have to get on a, a government paycheck for themselves or their businesses. And this is really what we're in a war for the survival of the United States. And this is why my race actually becomes so paramount because, you know, the fix does need to come from the federal level because California is broken from the inside. And if we don't get a handle on this from the top down, I'm afraid that it could be too late for the state. And uh, so I just wanted to tell you, go ahead. Well, one of the things that, uh, that compelled me to ask you to come on the show was two things. One is, Unlike these Democrats who think they're in secure districts who ignore their Republican opponent, you either are sufficiently uh, frightening to them or annoying to them or both that they spent money, that your opponent spent money attacking you. And second, that the California Republican Party, whose board of directors includes members who are actively working to defeat President Trump and Republican senators around the country, unendorsed you. So I thought that was two really big thumbs up for me uh, recommending you. Well, thanks. Thanks. Yes. Um, in politics, the golden rule is if you're an incumbent and you think you're going to win, you never mention your opponent because it gives them credibility and then it gives them exposure. Norma Torres has now gone after me 11 times. She's wow. done seven glossy mailers into the district to all the Democrats. I don't know if she's touched the independents yet, but I have a feeling she's terrified right now. And she should be because this district is primarily conservative. I know there's a lot of Democrats here and a lot of Hispanics, but Hispanics, this is where the GOP has messed so poorly in the last decade. Hispanic values are Republican values or conservative values. And when you say that, people nod their heads and they go, yeah, it's true, because they want to have a gun in the house to protect their family. They want to teach their kids their religion and their morality. And, and so we have done just a very poor job of reaching out to the Hispanic community and say, look, you look a lot more like me than you do any of these other people running because they don't want you to have these freedoms and they want to destroy your jobs and they want you standing in food lines. Who on earth comes up here from Venezuela or Guatemala to stand in a food line? They hate this. They hate the fact that their kids aren't in school and they're starting to see that it's all being politically motivated. Now, the GOP had an issue with me because I stand for Christian conservative values. And that seems to be against the grain of the leadership of the GOP, unfortunately, because I, I believe that President Trump is going to get reelected based on the economy. We had the greatest economy we've ever had. But I think in order to keep the nation, you have to do it based on its morality. And this is where we're at a real crossroads as a party. 
who are we and what do we stand for? It cannot be just economics. That makes us the party of greed. We have to be about something more. We have to get back our moral compass. And that's where I come in because I'm running as the family man, and that means I'm the traditional family man. I stand for in support of the nuclear family. I stand in support of the traditional definition of marriage. I stand against the LGBTQ indoctrination of our children. And I stand for life from conception, from the womb to the tomb. Now, these are traditional Christian values, and somehow I'm marginalized by my own party for standing for these things. But, you know, so be it. That's who I am, and that's these are the values I want to take to Washington. Pro-God, pro-family, pro-life, pro-jobs, and pro-police. I'm so glad you mentioned that earlier. Now, you have had yeah, an opportunity. Was, go ahead. You, I, I was just going to get into the, a little bit of what's going on in the community with Mike. Um, you've been out in the community. You've uh, conducted a number of uh, events that, uh, or been a participant in a number of events, and a couple of them have had some interesting twists and turns as far as what was, what went on. Tell us a little bit about what has happened in the community at some of the uh, campaign forums that you've uh, participated in. Yeah, excellent. Yes. Well, I, I'm getting a fraction of a taste of what the president is having to deal with with these debates. Because last week, I was part of the Greater Ontario Business Council. And Tony Holly was there. Agnes Gibney was on. Uh, Rosa Alicia Ochoa Boa was another participant. And in this forum, it's kind of like the vice presidential debate. They give a question. You get two minutes to answer. And through that forum, my opponent was the only Democrat on there, Representative Norma Torres. By the end of this forum, when we got to the questions dealing with the police, she came completely unhinged. She started yelling at me, pointing at me. The moderator actually had to mute her twice. And she had her face in the camera, eyes bulging, calling me every name in the George Soros playbook, right there for the entire business community and all the voters to see. I mean, she literally was unhinged. And when they muted her, she just kept going and screaming into her camera. And uh, so everybody was just kind of shaking their heads. This is a sitting representative. But that's not the bad part. The bad part is the people who conducted this are now covering for her. You can't see this video. They, you know, I've had multiple people, multiple people call in and they're told, oh, it's uh, technical difficulties and or we've deleted it or it was on uh, some financial company's hard drives and we don't have access to it. And they can't figure out how to get a Zoom call mm. onto YouTube for everybody to see. So it's, it's like a debate moderator saying, I don't like your answers, so I'm going to edit your part out. So the voters and the businesses in our community now are being deprived of the opportunity to see their representative in full color. You know, they're covering for her. And she is absolutely the most anti-business representative this area has ever seen. She's pro-taxes, high regulations, high fees, everything that's driving businesses out of the state right now, she's a part of. And the people need to see this, and it's being kept from them. So, Mike, I understand, and uh, I know Greg wants to chime in here, but I do have a quick question for you. I understand that part of your resume is as a filmmaker. So as a participant in this forum, uh, you didn't have someone uh, videotaping it on your own? No, I, I because of the way I conduct these things, I have a camera in front of me, and then I have a screen below it, and I pull documents in and out so that I can keep my, my eyes into the camera. So uh -huh. if they had even had a camera over my shoulder, all you would have seen was Word documents underneath the camera. You couldn't have seen their reaction. But they, they were very clear from the outset that this was being recorded and, uh, and that you know they didn't allow anyone to speak over the top because they, they learned their lesson with the presidential debate. So as soon as she started chiming in on top of me, they muted her. And that didn't seem to have any effect because she kept going and going and going. Wow. Wow. Well, oh, that's yeah. a good sign. I mean, you, you, you've got, you have gotten to her. She's concerned, uh, you, you know, because you're absolutely right. If she, if she thought that she had this thing wired, she probably wouldn't have even shown up like Pete Aguiar in District 31 didn't show up. 
because he thinks yeah. he has his race wired. So why would he lend any attention to this? But she's she is she's concerned, and she should be because I represent far greater than she does the character, the values, just who I am as a dad. And uh, I've been a coach. I've been a crossing guard for my kids' schools. I've been booster presidents for their activities. I am the family man for the 35th, and she knows this. And she, yet she attacks the family man. Wow. And, of course, the, uh, the Democrats in Congress are the ones that are holding up any further economic relief for workers and businesses who are out of work or the businesses are shut down for a laundry list of leftist demands and trying to I think, restrain the economic recovery from the coronavirus recession as, as much as possible before the election. But, but she's, they're part of that. They're, they're responsible for denying American workers and businesses needed help. Absolutely. They're responsible for all of it. They're responsible, as I characterized it earlier, the scamdemic was specifically designed to hurt the economy. And you've seen them say this over and over. You know, Trump's economy is in the toilet. Trump's economy. Well, they were the reason that the economy was shut down for so long because their media working with Dr. Fauci has been keeping it artificially suppressed. But now people are wising up and they're starting to see, look, none of these numbers, if you're going to follow the science, none of these numbers warrant any of the mask wearing or the social distancing. And people are starting to think, you know, if if this mask works, why do I have to social distance? And if the mask doesn't work, well, then why am I wearing it? Right. No, we. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say we have a doctor that comes on our uh, show every week, and uh, you know we've been talking about the whole mask thing and the whole scamdemic, and it is absolutely all about uh, controlling the population and trying to use the, uh, the the triggering event of the epidemic for the benefit of. Uh, the Democrats going into the election. There's there's little question in my mind. Greg, you want to take us out? Well, you know, there's one of the, one of my favorites on the, on the mask. We had all these very bad fires uh, a, few, a, few, a few weeks ago, and the CDC, which is of course they've they've changed the previous advice about masks and and, and viruses with coronavirus, but they they warn people that the mask that you're wearing to protect you from coronavirus doesn't protect you from the smoke. Of course, the particles of smoke are much, much larger than particles of virus. And it's, it just illustrated in one simple, easy-to-understand story, as you said, Mike, that it's, it, it's a scam. They've taken a real disease does have, that, that has killed real people and exaggerated it, distorted it, and used it as a means to wreck the economy and as a means of really citizen obedience training. Let's take a pause right. here and hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite, i.e. Radio, All-Star Collision. The place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we're featuring two private citizens in our show today that have made the decision to step into the breach where no other Republican was willing to go. Tony Holly, who is running for assembly in the 52nd Assembly District. And now we have Mike Cargyle. He is the candidate for California's 35th Congressional District. We were just treated to a great story about a uh 
I'm going to use air quotes, debate uh, that he participated in with a lot of different candidates. The only Democrat that showed up was Norma Torres. Apparently, she lost it during the conversation. And mysteriously, that recording of that Zoom call is nowhere to be found so that we can actually witness uh, Norma Torres losing it like uh, she did during that conversation. And it's come out in our in our interview here with Mike Cargyle that the uh, aforementioned uh, opponent that he's facing is actually investing money. Uh, to push back on him has sent out several negative ads. And I think the only reason you do that, Mike, is because you represent some kind of an existential threat to her continuation in Congress. Yes. Well, and I think she knows this. Uh, I think that the jig is up, that she's been able to hide her true character for so long. She's pretended to be a Catholic, and yet there's video. And, And I'm glad you asked this, because we were kind enough to acquire her name for her. Her name is Norma J. Torres. So if you go to NormaJTorres.com, you will see Norma. We were kind enough to build her a website for this name as well. So you'll see Norma in living color, and you can see her in her own words. And then I, I I don't name call her. I don't mudsling. I just present her as she truly is, not how she's pretended to be. And then I give you my opinion of it, and you can decide for yourself if you want this lady to continue to represent you, or is it time for something new? The, in fact, the ad she came out with yesterday is a you know a raving endorsement by none other than Joe Biden. And so, if uh, Joe Biden likes her, she must be doing something right because he's the the head of the biggest political crime family in the country. So, she must be doing something right. And if that's who we want then reelect her. But I think that the in, the Inland Empire and the 35th, it's time for a change and uh, time for politicians to quit benefiting themselves and their families on the backs of the American taxpayer. Amen. Yeah, so many of these people, um, they go to Congress and they're you know of modest means. And after a few years or sometimes decades there, they're multimillionaires. Joe Biden is a uh, classic example of that. We're, not, we're now seeing the details of, 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 how we, of how we got rich in politics. Um, as Harry Truman said, uh, you can't get rich in politics unless you're a crook. Yep. And I love Joe Biden, truth. we see how true that is. I love the picture you have on that NormaJTorres.com. By the way, you type in NormaJTorres.com and uh, into the search engine of Google, and they go out of their way to make sure you don't find that one. But the very first, the very front picture uh, has a picture of Norma Torres with a none other than Pocahontas, and the T-shirt she's wearing says "Nastier than ever." Planned Parenthood. This really is, you know, the the political left, whether it's. Um, you know, the way that they've conducted the Joe Biden voters have conducted themselves since the uh, death of George Floyd by tearing apart the guts of their communities in so many cities uh, or, you know, what they've done uh, at the, uh, you know, congressional level, um, you know, going after Donald Trump over a, a phone call that was interpreted one way when now we have the laptop of his son, Hunter Biden, showing that Joe Biden was engaged in the actual impeachable offenses that uh, Donald Trump was accused of. And so many people buy into that. They just do not get that there's a big uh, that there's a big um, rube going on of, by the Democrats. So in our last couple of minutes here, make your case to the voters in your district about why you need to be the person representing them instead of, of nastier than ever Norma Torres. Well, I, again, I, I, I am the family man, and I do represent the values of this district. See, this is the greatest district in California. I honestly believe that. One end of the district, we have a NASCAR racetrack. At the other end of the district, we have a drag strip at the Fairplex. In between, we have an international airport. This district has the potential to be the greatest district in California. It's like a diamond in the rough, though. It just needs leadership who's going to uncover it and let it shine with the brilliance that it really already has. And that's me, because I am an honest Christian 
family man with the values that go behind that. And my opponent stands against all of that. She's pro-abortion. She's for higher taxes. She's for anything that kills jobs. She wants to take away your right to have a gun in the house to protect your family. She wants Sacramento to teach you your morals and your religious views and has no trouble standing against the cops and standing against the church. And yet she pretends to be a good Catholic. The people need to see who she is, and then they need to turn around and vote Mike Cargile for Congress, because with that, we will get a completely new top-down leadership from the federal level down. And I promise the people, look, it's a two-year term. If I'm not the right guy for this seat, if I can't materially help our district, I'll step down and I'll help you find the right person. But I hope I'm that person, and I hope that the people will trust me, at least with two years, and then we'll see what happens. Thank you, Mike. And that is, again, Cargile, C-A-R-G-I-L-E, for Congress.com. And to get the true story on uh, Norma Torres, that is Norma J. Torres. Dot com. Thank you so much for being on our show and stepping up to uh, run for Congress. And we'll go out just remembering the words of Norma Torres after two deputies were shot. This attack did not take place in a vacuum, though. <clears throat> the moment of reckoning law enforcement is right now long overdue and well justified. She, in essence, is condoning killing, police, shooting police officers. Mm. That's your member of Congress. You have a choice. Mike Cargyle. Tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite IE Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California DRE ID number 1012658, Arizona NMLO license number 092643, Branch NMLS ID number 1841782, Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, Equal Housing Opportunity. AM 590, the answer.